Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to AI Audible, the new narrated article podcast from the Anfield Index podcast channel. Roberto Firmino, a false or faulty nine, by Hamza Khalik Lunat. As the dust settles on yet another Liverpool FC setback in their pursuit of a Champions League spot come the end of the season, attention is justifiably set on Liverpool's defence, on course to concede over 50 goals in league season again, and who conceded three goals to Leicester, a team who had not scored a league goal in 2017. However, during the first half of the season, Liverpool managed to get away with their fragile defence due to the impressive work of the Mane Firmino Coutinho triumvirate. Yet since Liverpool's late December 4-1 victory over Stoke, the team has scored 12 goals in 13 matches. Not many pundits have drawn attention to this issue, however, AI Simon Brundish did so, and it's from his work that I shall make my case. Roberto Firmino has scored 3 goals in the past 18 matches, and recorded 0 assists. In comparison, Daniel Sturridge, so often the recipient of blame and abuse from LFC supporters, has scored 10 goals and notched four assists in his past 18 games. It's obvious this sort of return from Firmino is not what Liverpool need to make the top four, but quite rightly, people can look at the intangible off-the-ball contribution that he makes. Now the question that may be asked is whether it was worth that extra pressing at the expense of a striker. The answer is, it depends. Against sides outside the top six, Firmino has struggled to really assert himself on a game and he, alongside Coutinho and Mane, more often than not, are ill-afforded the space that they get on the break against the top six sides. Firmino is a very good false nine, and his goal output, despite dropping off recently, is still impressive. However, it is not sustainable for Liverpool to keep playing Firmino as a striker against sides outside of the top six. Instead, Liverpool should utilise a striker, Daniel Sturridge or Divacorigi, both of whom have a proven and impressive scoring record. Exactly the ones that Liverpool need to put away those sides stuck in the relegation mire that always seem to win points against the Reds. Firmino's intensive pressing cannot really be put to good use when playing against teams outside of the top six, who have a minority share of the possession within the game. In these games, his best asset, the one that has allegedly put him above Daniel Sturridge in the pecking order, is effectively defunct. As he cannot harass defenders in the ball incessantly, as they rarely ever have the ball or any time on it, and nor are they looking to play out from the back. Liverpool, when playing with high possession against sides outside of the top six with Mane, Firmino and Coutinho up front, lacks central penetration, that is, direct, aggressive movement in and around the penalty area. 
something with Sturridge especially, is phenomenal at. A traditional striker can also offer something that Firmino cannot, physical presence. When Liverpool have high possession, as they usually do against sides outside of the top six, both the rate and quantity of crosses that go into the box increases drastically, but Firmino, unlike Origi for instance, is unable to cope with imposing robust centre-backs. Admittedly, Firmino showed in Liverpool's 2-3 loss to Swansea that he can use his physical presence, but it's clear over the course of a season, and the lack of success that he's had against teams that sit back, that Firmino's best and most effective position against them, in terms of goals and assists output, is not as a false nine. What is clear, though, is that Firmino excels as the spearhead of a press, against sides whose defenders have time on the ball, play up an attacking football. And in these instances, Firmino actually increases the level and the performance of the team through winning the ball, creating chances, reducing the capacity of the opposition to attack and, of course, scoring goals. We need only look at how he played against Arsenal in the first game of the season or against Spurs, Chelsea and City. His contribution as a false nine against sides outside of the top six, though, is far less impressive and is actually at the expense of the team's greater performance. As through a striker or two, the team has a focal point, and the players that run between defensive lines that are so hard to break down without intelligent, aggressive running. Where then can Firmino play in games against sides outside of the top six? Well, this in itself is a rather perplexing issue. We know that Firmino can play out wide, but he is certainly far less effective in that position. Klopp could simply put him on the bench, and his form currently has perhaps warranted that, but in the long term, this is not a viable solution. One solution is perhaps for Firmino to take up Lalana's role in the current 4-3-3 system, assuming the position of a dynamic attacking midfielder, allowing him to run into the box late for finishing chances, and also utilise his pressing skills centrally. That being said, this could be at the expense of some of his attacking abilities, depending on how he performs and adapts his position that differs distinctly to the one he currently fills. Another solution would be to switch to a 4-2-3-1 formation with him playing as the central attacking midfielder, but that may affect the dynamic balance of the team. With Wijnaldum or Chan expected to sit alongside Henderson as a holding two, there is no guarantee that this would work, but there's also no guarantee as to why it would not. A 4-3-2-1 Christmas tree formation could also be adopted, but here Felipe Coutinho would be expected to assume a role not too dissimilar to that of Iniesta at Barcelona an intensely important but also demanding role, which may limit his own direct contribution in terms of goals. What this would also do would be to saddle Firmino with the responsibility for providing some width, meaning he would have to move wide again, a waste of his talent and skills. Perhaps my favourite approach would be for a switch to a two-striker formation, be it a 4-4-2 diamond, a 3-5-2 or a daring 4-1-3-2, in which the team would benefit from the very best of his pressing and finishing skills, and his movement would also allow his strike partner to find more space too. It seems an extremely interesting subject matter to study, and whilst Firmino is by no means at all a fraudulent nine despite his recent goals to game return, what is abundantly clear is that he needs to get through his rough patch of form as quickly as possible, for Liverpool's sake, but also that Klopp really does have a big decision to make when it comes to the last 11 or so games of the season, whether to stick with Firmino or give Daniel Sturridge and Divock Origi the chances they have definitely deserved, and to find a new role for Roberto Firmino within the team without compromising him or Liverpool's Champions League ambitions. 
There's been so much negative talk about Roberto Firmino in recent days that it's nice to see Hamza's piece here talking about how best to utilise him and remembering that he is indeed an excellent footballer who is valuable to the team. Um, I think it's easy to scapegoat the guy who's at the spearhead of a non-scoring team, um, especially when we've had such a stunning uh, ability to do exactly that in the first half of the season. But you could say that about every aspect of the game, surely. The defending has fallen off a cliff as well. Um, it wasn't exactly wonderful to start the year, but it was a damn sight better. The midfield play has gone to pot similarly. So it seems to be a little bit cruel to pick out Firmino, especially I don't think he's performed very well at all in recent weeks. He's given, let's say, ammunition to those who would be happy to fire as many shots as possible in his direction. And... Let's face it, there are nothing but critics out there. Everyone thinks they know players and they know um, what's best here. So it's interesting to read a piece like this and see a few different options and consider those options and what, what we could do with them. And like I said, yes, it really doesn't matter what we think because at the end of the day, we are stuck with this simple glaring choice. You either wait patiently for this to turn under Klopp and hope that it will, or you rage against every single injustice that you perceive, every single time that you interpret something as a lack of effort, every single decision that Klopp makes selection-wise that you disagree with, every single result that goes against us. And frankly, that just seems hellish to me and not something that I'm really interested in doing. I have personally sort of half given up on you know ambitions this year because this lot seem to be determined to lead us on and kick us in the face just as we've started to follow them so I'll just be here is my attitude for Liverpool I'm just here lads so anytime you want to sort of get your act together I'll still be smiling at you Thank you for listening to AI Audible. You can read this episode's article along with many others on AnfieldIndex.com. You can download our AI channel app on iOS and Android. And you can find all our AI Audible episodes on Twitter at AI Audible and on AnfieldIndex.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.